0: You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Well, welcome back to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. I'm your host, Matt LaMarche, also your 2024 podcast chair this year. I'm really excited about this year's content that we're creating but also if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast please do us a favor uh, leave us a review make sure you hit that subscribe button because you don't want to miss a single episode of the Realtor Rundown here uh, with the Atlanta Realtors Association and today I'm really excited. Uh, this is the first episode of the year really that we get to kind of kick off the new year um, and kind of get your vision of what next year is going to look like. I'm pleased to pre- uh, present today <laughs> our uh, president for 2024 for the Atlanta Realtors Association, Kelly Thrash. Madam thank President, you so thank much. you so much for thank, joining us.
0: Thank you so much for having no, me. I'm very we're, excited. We're really happy
1: to have you here. Obviously, every year we like to have the presidents come in. And talk a little mm-hmm. bit about their engagement, their involvement with the association, the history, because I think a lot of people don't understand this is a long road. <laughs> it is.
0: Um, it's easily at a minimum nine years. Yeah, yeah. At a minimum nine years of service before presidency.
1: Yeah, that's a long time. It is. It's a long, it and is. it's a big commitment.
0: <laughs> it is, very much so. <laughs> but
1: I, before we get too deep into that yeah. part, I, I'd love to hear a little more about you. I think the listeners would also like to hear a little more about you, your history in real estate, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we'll get into the association stuff, but how did you get into this crazy world that we call real estate?
0: Um, you want? I want to <laughs> say I was destined to be in it. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, funny enough, so growing up, my grandmother was back in the... Late 70s, early 80s, was one of the first women broker owners of a Century 21 agency. Wow, very good. So I watched her put on her um, goldenrod polyester (laughs) jacket. um, And then they kept that in the car, and I don't care what they were wearing, they put that jacket on, and I would go with her. I mean, I watched her in South Alabama, um, based out of Foley, Gulf Shores area. And she was incredibly successful, and I watched her do it, and I loved it. I had so much fun going to the office. You'd go pull sheets. Mm -hmm. I mean, it used to be a big book, (laughs) and these mimeographed is what they called it, sheets in it. For those of you
1: listening, that that was pre-Internet times. That was
0: pre-a-lot-of-things times, okay? I mean, I was small. I was very, very small. (laughs) And here I go with her, and I watched her, and I just loved seeing her help people. Mm. In my mind as a kid, she made people's lives so good. Mm -hmm. And always, I didn't see the hard stuff (laughs) that we all know happens, but always said I would eventually do that. Mm. So after college, I was in sales, always been in sales. That's Mm. just kind of been my niche. Love it. And um, I was actually had my own consulting firm and I was working on contract with a company and I had to be exclusive because one of their clients was Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was not what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, it was in an industry that I had no love or desire for, mm-hmm. but I was setting up, like, their training programs, helping them hire salespeople, but I didn't have a passion. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful company, but kind of came up, you know, ending. They wanted to renew my contract. I just was not feeling it, mm-hmm. and then they started the song and dance if you've ever been in the corporate world, we all know the song and dance right. of how much they appreciate me, how much they love me, how much more they want me to do, but how much less they want me to pay. <laughs>
2: right, right, right.
0: But I'm not. <clears throat> then, then when they kept saying the CEO, look at me, telling me I just wasn't understanding what they were offering me, and I'm like, you know, actually, I do completely <laughs> understand, and thank you so much. And I just wrapped up this project, so this is a perfect time. Mm-hmm. And so then they started the whole, well, you understand what you're saying. I mean, we're going to have to escort you out of here and all this. And I said, okay. (laughs) So here I go walking out of there and everyone's looking around like, what the world? (laughs) I got in my car, um, drove down the road, and then it hit me of what did I just do? (laughs) Um, Pulled in a parking lot. I'm not going to lie. I cried for about three minutes Mm -hmm. and said, nope, this is not it. You know what? This I'm going to real estate school. Mm. So right then and there, on my phone, I pulled up and signed up for oh. online school through um, Georgia Institute of Real Estate, our, the old the name of our old school. Mm-hmm. Okay, So I'm going to do it online. And I signed right up. So I drive home, and my ex-husband, I walk in, and I said, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> and he was like, what? And he goes, oh, you know, you finally decided to do it. He was a custom home builder. Mm. And he said, oh, you finally decided to do it. You know, are you just going to do it around your job? And I said, well, and guess what on that, too? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I made it through in about two weeks. Wow. I just treated it like a job, <clears throat> got through it, slammed through it, came in, took my test, took my prep course, and within three and a half weeks, I was licensed. Nice. Yeah.
1: And, and when did that settle in? Because obviously the, the leaving... Something what appears secure. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, it didn't really settle in because I was just, I plowed through it. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't hit me until I started trying to figure out, like, okay, now I've got this license. Nice little piece of paper in <laughs> hand. woohoo! Yeah. Where am I going to go? Right. So I started interviewing with companies. Mm-hmm. And I met with all of them. And someone suggested to me that I speak to Atlanta Fine Homes. They knew someone, Bill Rawlings. And so they introduced us, and needless to say, Bill and I hit it off. Because anytime you can start a conversation with Roll Tide, it usually goes pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been with Atlanta Fine Homes, you know, since the beginning. That's awesome. So I just jumped in with both feet. And haven't looked back.
1: Well, you're you're kind of unique in the in that respect too, because I, I obviously we talk to a lot of different realtors on of the course. podcast here and hear a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah. and very few people came from corporate. Like there were there were some small business owners. Mm-hmm. Certainly, there are folks that came from you know Fortune 500 companies, which we have a ton of here yeah. in Atlanta. So, um, you know, it's only natural. But I think a lot of people um, look at real estate as as an opportunity, as mm-hmm. a, as a way for them to kind of. Either start a new chapter and a different one. And um, so, but you and I are very similar because I kind of started that. I started a business, failed pretty miserably, (laughs) went into (laughs) corporate America and was like, I obviously got to polish up on some skills and sales and marketing stuff. And then, uh, like you, got to a point where I was like, I just, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not Not enjoying it, you know, and came back into entrepreneur land. So, and I I love, I love, I
0: mean, I love it because we control. Yeah. It's so much better. I mean, I, Even on our hardest days, they're better than working (laughs) for somebody else.
1: Yeah, what's the saying? We'd rather work 100 hours for ourselves
0: than 40 for someone else.
2: A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
0: So, And it's funny. I started in November and went to orientation. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget this because it's how I start. I I mean, these two women are the reason why I'm sitting in the seat right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm sitting in orientation and... Yes, I'm the nerd. I sat right in front, <laughs> front and center, because I was so excited. I yeah. was, I'm going to take it all in. Mm-hmm. And Deanne Golden and Lane McCormack mm-hmm. led orientation together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And their enthusiasm and talking about our association just was everything. Afterwards, I was talking to them. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I want to join a committee. What mm-hmm. should I join? They said, we're going to chair the fundraising committee together. Mm-hmm. Why don't you join that? Nice. And I said, absolutely, that sounds great. Because um, my background, like all through college, I've always served. Mm-hmm. So I was president, president of Panhellenic at the University of Alabama. I've always <laughs> I've always served. Yeah. And um, I come back to the office and say to Bill, I said, hey, you know, these I met these two great ladies today at orientation, and they said I should join. What do you think? And he said, absolutely. Yeah. He was I think that would be a great start for you. You know, if you felt led to do it, I think you should join a committee.
2: Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: And
1: Yeah. Well, so that's interesting, too, because sometimes um, events or, or occurrences mm-hmm. we find are the are the precipitating force for a lot of people joining a committee or mm-hmm. becoming more involved. Yeah. But for you, it was people. It, it was, was people. It mm-hmm. was the energy. It was the oh, enthusiasm that you felt. It
0: was. It was just they were so passionate about our brand mm-hmm. and everything we offer our members. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I want to. I want to offer something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can offer by joining a committee. And then I'm like, I really like these two ladies. I like what they're all, like how they are. Yeah. And um, it's so funny how full circle they are two of my mentors who I talk to all the time and rely on. Yeah. All started from, I love it.
1: Well, and, and and again, we don't, you know, everyone goes through orientation <laughs> for, yes, for those consumers yes. out there yes. that are listening to this. As soon as you become a realtor, the first thing that you do when you join an office and become licensed is you come to your association's orientation. And that's mm-hmm. where the, not only do you get to learn more about the business and make some great connections and stuff, but you do learn more about your association, the value that it mm-hmm. offers. Not just to you, but to your clients as well, which I think is huge and not enough of us talk about that. But and, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into that eventually. Yeah. But talk to us a little bit. This is the perfect segue into your association. So you joined the fundraising committee. I joined the I mean, fundraising committee. Here we committee. are nine, ten years later. What all have you done? What services? I mean, I love that you mentioned service because I think so many people come into it with the wrong impression of, well, I'm going to do this to further my career. And certainly that is one oh, potential
0: at outcome. Oh, 100% it does it, but it does it naturally. Right, right. It's developing the relationships. Um, so I did fundraising, um, and it's funny enough, that's actually where I met Jennifer Pino. Mm-hmm. We were in the same office, but we didn't know each <laughs> other. Course. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that's how it d- goes. <laughs> it does. It doesn't, you know. I mean, yeah, we've spoken at sales meetings, like, oh, hey, hey, whatever. Um, we served together, and so we did the event. And we had so much fun together doing it, okay? And I will never forget this. We left the wrap-up meeting, okay? We were walking out from the wrap-up meeting because, you know, after when we have an event, we always have a wrap-up meeting following within the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. And Lane stops Jennifer and I. And Deanne walks up. And she, they're like, you know, have you thought of chairing anything? And I'm, we both look at each other and we're like, oh are they talking to us? And I'm thinking to myself, don't ever be the last person to walk out of a room ever again. That's yeah, a good way really to volunteer. I was, like, I was like, oh. And um, so, Lane looks at Jennifer, she said, would you chair? And Jennifer goes, I will only chair if Kelly co-chairs it with me. Nice, nice. And I'm like, oh, uh, 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 okay. And I'm like, what are we, I'm like whispering to her going, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "We'll figure it out. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> and that was how, and then they're like, oh, by the way, you need to join um, leadership development is what we mm-hmm. used to call our emerging leadership yeah. program. And we're like, okay. And they're like, the applications are due really quickly. Okay, get it to us. And so we are class of 2014. I'm sure you've heard, we talk <laughs> about it all the time. I'm a little sad because I think I'm the last one from our class, <laughs> but we have had five presidents in a row. Yeah. Um, so that should also give people an idea of the timeline.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: five of us in a row were in 2014, <laughs> and I'm the last one now. So it is, it's a, it's a big commitment. It is. Um, and so from there, I did. I, I loved that one. And actually stayed on and chaired it for a few years. Back then we would do that. <laughs> um, and then one year I was trying to get off, and I basically told I couldn't leave. <laughs> um,
2: nice.
0: And then um, I chaired trade show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was asked to do that, which I know you've done yeah. also. Yeah. So you've done trade shows. So I chaired trade show. And then um, I was always a member of the governmental affairs committee. And so I was so excited when I was tapped to be able to vice chair governmental affairs. Mm-hmm. That is where my heart really is and is so important in our association because that's how we can directly affect everything. Mm-hmm. It's for private property rights and home ownerships. It's how we can help our clients and the consumer be protected
2: mm-hmm.
0: and their largest asset be protected. Yep. So I fell right on into that and became a major investor immediately, president circle immediately. All I had to have it, it was explained. Mm-hmm. And Maura Neal's is the one who explained President's Circle to me. <laughs> and, I mean, as soon as she said it, I'm like, oh, great, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's honestly been my favorite. And from there, I was tapped to be vice president. And so I did um, three? No, two? Oh, wow, okay. I can't remember how many <laughs> vice presidencies I did. That's kind of embarrassing. I should know that. Um, Really? I think I was only vice president twice before I became president elect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I
1: think your involvement, not just at the committee level, but also as a vice president, cause, oh, because you, you know you're over... you you get to attend a ton of board meetings over the course of nine and, years. Yes, you do. And you get to see how things work and and the structure of things, but also what makes a valuable committee member, what makes a valuable chair, vice chair, so on and so forth. And we always talk about replacing ourselves and succession 100%. planning and stuff like that, but. You know, starting off, you probably had no idea that nine years later, obviously, you'd be sitting in this seat.
0: I didn't. I mean, if you had asked, I mean, I was loving what I was doing serving, but it's not like I had it on a vision board goal to be president. (laughs) Um, I really, so even when my first vice presidency, I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, I'll learn more. But I still didn't have that, this is what I want to do. Sure. Like, I see this. And after my first year, which my first vice presidency um, was um, the pandemic year. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, everything goes virtual. That's right. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved it. And then my second vice presidency, and I'm like, wow, okay. The more I learned about our association, serving our members, The more involved getting involved, and I had been involved at GAR also, Mm -hmm. pretty much I became a director at GAR in um, 2014. Mm -hmm. So I've been a director there and more, and now I'm on committees there too. Um, The more involved I got, and then actually at the NAR level also, that I'm like, I do want to be president. Yeah. There's so much out there. There's so many things we can do as an association for our members. We just need to continue to grow.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, what we have accomplished, even just since me being involved since 2012, is we're leaps and bounds. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's a different association now, too. I mean, when you just look at the numbers, much less the number of committees, the new committees Mm -hmm. in the last couple of years. I mean, I I feel like we've done a really good job the longer I'm around and looking at how we're fulfilling the need of not just the members, but also, again, the members, clients, the community as a whole, right? Because not only do we talk about uh, local elections Mm -hmm. and finding, you know, realtor friendly candidates and so on, you know, people that are going to protect private property rights, but also that are going to look out for their communities when it comes to zoning and development and redevelopment. And that's really, I think, one of the things that a lot of clients and customers don't even see is that, We have a bigger impact. It's not just buying a home or selling a home or helping people invest in real estate. There's a lot that we do as association members.
0: A hundred percent. And that is what's so important about what we, I mean, we need to get that word out. And that's actually part of this year. I really want to get the word out of how much we all, we love our clients. Mm -hmm. We love our industry. Yeah. And right now, we need more love. And everyone <laughs>, laughs when I keep saying the word love. Like, even in my installation speech, everyone's like, Is she talking romantic love? No, I'm talking mutual respect.
2: Right.
0: You know, supporting others, really listening. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Yeah. And with that, it's just going to continue to grow further and further. You know, it starts here at the association level, starts with our leadership, and then it just flows out and it flows to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Because there, are, a lot of people are scared right now. Yeah, I mean that's all there is to it. I mean, yeah. there's things happening, um, and a lot of people are scared. And we need to show everything we do and how we do truly care. Yep. How many volunteer hours?
1: Mm. Seriously.
0: Our members give. Yeah. Is astounding. It is. <laughs> it sure Every is. Every single one of us is involved in their community. Mm-hmm. Truly involved in their community. Yep. They're there to serve. I mean, our whole job is service. Yep. It's true. It's not pushing papers. (laughs)
1: Right. Well, and I think a lot of people come into the association, they want to get involved and they don't understand that it is a time commitment. There is is. resources Mm -hmm. and things that we, that we do have here in in terms of the staff and the systems and processes Mm -hmm. and playbooks and everything else. But they always, at least from what I've heard, they're, they're trying to find the best place to get involved. Mm -hmm. And I always say a committee, like look at the list of committees and, and find something that you're, Personally, passionate 100%. about. Hundred percent. Right? What a,
0: what appeals to you? Yeah, absolutely. What appeals to you? I mean, for mm-hmm. me, it social. The fundraising portion. Back when we used to call it fund. I don't know if right. you know. Like it was F U N highlighted <laughs> raising. Um, I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved being able to give back. That time we went to the educational foundation, um, but I loved doing that. It was fun to get people excited, get people together, break bread. Mm-hmm. Because the more you can relate on a personal level with yes. someone, other agents, it just helps mm-hmm. down the road. And that's what I think we have in as an association to offer. Come in our doors. Right. Come to one event. Come to one event. The connections you will make yep. will last you a lifetime.
1: Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And And I think you're right about finding the passion. Because just like in your business, if you find a niche that you love working mm-hmm. in, You'll be really, really good at it, number Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. And and people will feel that energy and that passion. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but like with the social, you mentioned the the fundraiser. Anytime I do something with a charity or with an organization that we're giving back to, my clients love to see that. Right. And they want to support us as Mm -hmm. well, which I think says a lot. And you'd be surprised. I think a lot of people don't realize the connection there of giving back and how it can actually benefit your business as well. Um and yeah, we could probably go down. A, uh, we could probably a, a, do a, a whole entire on episode on, that, yeah. on this. Well, um, so you well, kind of started there a little bit with love, no. but talk to us a little more about your vision, about what you'd love to see over the next 12 months here, um, not just as an association, but you as a leader, our organization, um, kind of the direction that you'd like to see things go in. What
0: I would like to be, or like, what I'd like to see is an our organization and how I want to see everything evolve is I want there to be coming together okay i want there to be healing mm-hmm. because i think over the years people everyone's hearing the ugly okay mm-hmm. media loves to sensationalize everything of and divide yeah i want us to be here as an association that everyone can come here for information and learn how to grow their business better i'm not talking about what needs to be done on the other side of what's all happening out there right, right. i'm talking about coming here to learn to grow to come together and be better, to better serve our members. Mm-hmm. And as here, I'm tapping away. Um, <laughs> so sorry. Um, and I, that's what I want us to be. Mm-hmm. And I really want our member, our volunteer members, to feel they are important because they are. Yep. Also, including our staff. Look at this. We have the most amazing staff. Mm-hmm. I'd actually say in the country because I've met a lot of staff from all over with doing stuff with things with NAR. I'd put our staff up against anybody. (laughs) Um, Our staff is amazing. And what I want to see from that, because I feel like if everyone feels supported and have a place they can come here for knowledge, we need, this is the time you hunker down. Mm -hmm. Okay. You better yourself by more education. You better yourself by getting to know others. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. We all have to collectively come together together. And show we're really strong mm-hmm. and what all we really truly do. I mean, we've yeah. already hit on that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I say this, I like to make jokes, so you have to <laughs> please give me grace on this. But I think looking into this next year, it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. There's things out of our control. Yep. Okay. Interest rates are out of our control. Yep. But I want to say if you watch right now, we've had a little nudge down, mm-hmm. it's back. I mean, it's, I mean, I personally can say, because I still sell, okay? <laughs> I am still, I'm still in the field and I still sell. And I am, was walking in the door managing things, yeah, okay? Yeah. A lot of activity. Um, so when I say that a roller coaster, roller coasters aren't always bad, Right. okay? But the thing is, you have to strap in.
2: <clears throat> for sure. The
0: most important thing. And I feel like that's how the association is, mm-hmm. meaning we are that strap for you. Yep. We'll hold you safe. We're here for you. So you know, going up is always thrilling and exciting. <laughs> Coming down, instead of getting scared, we just all need to throw their hands up and say "wee!" Okay, um, really enjoy. That's what makes this job so amazing. Yeah. It's not the same every day. Yeah,
1: it's not the same
0: every hour. Well,
1: yeah, you're. I mean, you know, it's been almost four years here now Mm -hmm. since the pandemic started, and Mm -hmm. you know, there's been a lot of change, not just to the industry, but certainly to the market. Um, You mentioned interest rates all over the place, Uh, anywhere from the twos to the sevens, mm -hmm. um, which historically are low. Mm -hmm. But um, I try to remind uh, other agents that I network with around around the city that you're the product, Mm -hmm. and like you said, the, the the training, the schools. Um, the new course is like getting outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Uh When you're the product, you have to be constantly improving, right? Apple devices come out every year and somehow they're better every single (laughs) week. They find a way, right? They do, But when you're the product, you've got to become better. You've got to become, you know, more of a market expert. You've got to study the numbers and the data and figure out, what is actually happening and what, I mean, I love to network with other agents because I feel like I get not just a different perspective on what their clients Mm -hmm. are seeing. And if they work a different part of town, I get a little more rumblings about what's happening over there. And that may be an opportunity zone for, you know, one of my clients or something. So I think that piece can't really be understated. And and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think that to your point, kind of reevaluating what the priorities are, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. understanding that no matter the market, no matter interest rates, there are always going to be exterior forces <laughs> on
0: our business. A hundred percent. <laughs> the only thing you can control is yourself. Correct.
1: Correct. So you
0: have to control yourself. However it is, if you're getting, you feel yourself going a little down, take 10 minutes and do a gratitude. Mm. It's really hard yep. to keep a bad attitude yeah. when you have, when you're grateful. Have, <laughs> when you're grateful. Yeah. And you can even be grateful just for your cup of coffee in mm. the morning. Yep. It can be so small, but yep. it does totally change
2: yeah, how
0: really. you, you go about your day or a moment. Mm-hmm. And don't be reactive. Yep. Yep. Stop and think, even though you're like, why? You know, I mean, we, we all have the voices in our head, <laughs> all of us, <laughs> when it happens. But the thing is, here you can learn the tools mm-hmm. and you can develop the relationships. Yep. The relationships are the most key thing. My closest friends now... Are in real estate, mm-hmm. and they're with all different companies. Yeah, they're yeah. with all different companies, and it's amazing because I can give referrals to all over the city. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert everywhere, right? Right. Nor do I want to be or need Correct. to be. <laughs> right. <There's laughs> that would be exhausting. Yes, that would be that would be a little <laughs> exhausting. But you can come here and get all of that. So take mm-hmm. this time instead of focusing on what you don't have, focus on what you can gain to move yourself ahead.
1: For sure. And I'm glad you mentioned that second part because entrepreneurship, real estate can be lonely. And you're, the grati- starting with the gratitude is amazing. But I think a part B of that is the people that you're around, the other agents that you surround yourself, going on caravans, going to open houses, like just getting different perspectives and also surrounding yourself with people that are like you that want to do better, that are constantly improving, is also, to me, the second uh, biggest piece of the success that we see with most of the agents involved in our association, the people that they're around.
0: Well, I will say, I mean, you know the saying, your tribe is your vibe. That's right. (laughs) And it really is. You have to surround yourself. And with that, I mean, it just helps you grow so much. But here's another thing. Take a look around, you know, when you're like, wow, I really have nothing to do. Don't sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Yes, you're going to graduate, you know, educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Look at people you know or someone you admire, an agent who is killing it, okay? Look at them. Reach out. Mm -hmm. Offer to take them to coffee. Don't be, the worst thing you can do is get jealous and try to tear down. That does nothing for you. But take a moment. Some of the biggest top producers in this city are the most gracious human beings, Mm -hmm. actually, All of them are now that I say that. I should say that. They'll give you time. Mm -hmm. Sit down and just ask them, hey, how do you do it? Now it might not be exactly what you can do. Some of them are um, not human and get up at 4 (laughs) a.m. and have accomplished more before 8 a.m. than I've ever thought about in a whole entire day. But learn what they do and take it and be grateful. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? When you take the time to do that, they're also going to remember you. Mm -hmm. They're going to remember you. And you know what? They might not have time to do something, yep. and they'll call on you. So that's never another know. way to grow, and you are going to be around people who are actively involved in the association. They are our top producers.
1: Yep, for sure. And they're well, very successful. <laughs> well, and success leaves clues, too, right? Mm-hmm. So they may have success that you could never have or in a way that you may never have it, but... The regiment, the discipline—I think there's a lot to learn there—and you're exactly right. I, I love that you mentioned that, and I think you're—I think you're, everything you've said is exactly has been my experience with most of the top producers mm-hmm. that I started out talking to. Right when I first got into real estate, they were very welcoming. They were willing to share and collaborate and stuff. And now that I'm doing deals with some of those, agents, I know. Like, Thank <laughs> goodness they see my name on that contract and they know exactly who they're talking to. You exactly. know, it does go a long way, but. Um, well, kind of pivoting Okay. Um, for our association members, for the mm-hmm. people, I mean, there's 14 something, 14, 13,000. 4, I think
0: I, we're at 14, <laughs> and, we'll say 14 and some change. Perfect.
1: So for those, for those members as they're kind of looking into next year and, and you know, plotting out their business and their personal life and the balance they're in and everything, um, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for our members outside of those external forces? Obviously, there's always going to be headlines and there's always going to be interest rates. There's always going to be things that are trying to attack us, if you will. But what do you think is the biggest challenge facing, facing our association members right now?
0: Um, they Most of them are coming off what I call the wild, wild west years, <laughs> okay? The pandemic was unprecedented. How many hmm. times do we have to say that? Yeah, but yeah. We, I mean, people were flying and going. Yeah. I mean, contracts were getting whipped out. Fundamentals were completely and totally lost. Mm-hmm. Deals were being done. And there's we have members who came in in that and don't understand the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So they are going to be the ones this is the scariest for. Sure. Okay? You have to get back to basics. Yep. Take time. Learn your contract in and out. The contract is amazing, okay? It's really good. The really, yeah. Seth Weissman yeah. and everyone who works on the con, you know, GAR contracts mm-hmm. works so hard. You can use that contract so well. There's so many yep. pieces to it. Mm-hmm. And an agent who knows contracts will always rise above, mm-hmm. always. Yep. So I say get back to basics, but mm-hmm. then also get back to developing relationships with your clients. Yeah, for
2: sure.
0: Okay, Don't rely on these people are afraid. So what they want to do is pay for leads. Do this out here. Do this program. Do that. That people are going to bring you things you think Mm -hmm. and you're outlying money. I'm not saying all of them are wrong. I'm not. Not at all. Okay. But you can do things yourself. Just touch points. Get a system of touch points. Even if you're just taking old clients out to coffee or whatever you can do at the Mm -hmm. time. I know some people right now are hurting. So do it in a way. Maybe take a couple economize or maybe you work with a lender and get them to help sponsor something for you okay it's going to go all back to basics yeah i think 100 percent we are back to basics i love it of develop your knowledge and contract and work your network and gain a network Mm -hmm. i've heard people well i don't know anybody here (laughs) well do you get your hair cut Right. I mean, just start thinking about yeah. all the things you use and talking to them. Do not be a secret agent. For sure. This is not the time to be a secret agent. Yes. You want to be out there and known and be proud. Yep, We have a lot to be proud for. We do. A lot.
1: We do. Well, and I think back to the association for a moment, when you build those relationships, mm-hmm. when you're being educated, when you're... I think getting pushed outside your comfort zone a little bit, right? Oh, cuz a lot of people yes. were very comfortable in the oh, last couple of Yeah, years. it
0: was very comfortable. <laughs> um, I, I mean, financially yes comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Not comfortable in it was the most stressful time. Yeah, I would yeah. not want to go back to those times yeah. cuz you didn't get the time to really work with your clients and right. develop relationships. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everything was just happening so quickly, too. Like you said, the contracts were being done, I mean, things were missed. and
0: It was warp speed. It really was. It was truly it really, really warp was. speed, and I don't ever <laughs> want to go back to that. But I do feel like we're picking up, and I think we're going to have moments of warp speed this year. Mm-hmm. But it's up to us collectively all to remember to keep our heads and remember civility and respect.
1: Seriously. Yeah, we can always use more of that. We
0: can definitely. In, in
1: society, period. Yeah, Yes, in general. See, here's the thing. When I keep
0: talking about love and all this, I know, I, I mean, I can't control the world. Mm. I can't control society. I can't control this country, city, state, however you want to. But we can control ourselves, and we can control this small little corner in real estate. And my hope by the end of this year is to cause a massive ripple effect.
2: love it. I love it. That
0: we have so much positivity coming out that people can't stop but want to go, Wow, mm-hmm. I want to work with them. Yeah. Because look what all they've done. Yep. I and how it. positive they are.
2: I love it.
1: Well, kind of switching gears okay. into more of like the personal side. Yeah. There's like uh, kind of like a get to know you section here yeah. for all the either new association members or even veterans that have been around yeah. but have no idea who I'm talking to today. (laughs) What is your favorite place to travel to?
0: My very favorite place is my happy place. Okay. okay? It is my family's beach house in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Nice, nice. It's not fancy (laughs) at all. (laughs) I mean, cottage is like a loose term you would like to use for it. But there is nowhere else in this world I go to that I walk in and just feel so relaxed and comfortable sitting on that porch and watching the water is my very favorite thing. It. it is not fancy. Gulf Shores is not <laughs> fancy. We're not all cutesy riding around bikes all done up. You walk around no makeup on. Go grab a beer, okay, and some oysters. I love the low key. It is truly my happy place. My dogs love it down there. They're happy. Everybody's happier there. So, for me, that is. My number one place. I
1: love it. I love mm-hmm. it. How about in Atlanta? What's your favorite place in Atlanta? It can be a restaurant. It can be a, a place was, to see a show. I know.
0: I was thinking, like, I, that was a good question when you sent that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Thanks. Okay, I love Centennial because I love to go to live music. I mm. love to go to shows. Yep. And there's, I've seen a ton of great shows at Centennial. Tons of game days before games. Yep. Okay? But then I'm like, hmm. And I did something yesterday, and I will use this. in My favorite place seasonally.
2: Okay. okay. Perfect.
0: Was something I did yesterday, which was um, went to the Santa Tea at the St. Regis. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, a group of girls and I have done that for five years now. I think. Um, yes, we are there with all the kids, <laughs> and yes, we get our picture made with Santa. But the spirit and joy that's happening mm-hmm. is so much. I yep. mean, you can't walk out of there without being grinning ear to ear. Yeah. That and you know the holidays here. Absolutely. Like, I mean...
1: Everywhere I, and anywhere you turn. <laughs> it is. But it just
0: really, it's fun. And yep. it's so much fun to listen to the kids talk to Santa and say what they want, and they're excited. Yeah. Um, I'm almost disappointed yesterday I didn't get a balloon animal. The elf kind of, <laughs> I don't know why he avoided our table, but he did, and we didn't get any balloon animals. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Santa, take notes for next yes. year, maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: well, what is your favorite restaurant in Atlanta?
0: Okay, that's a really... Do you realize how hard of a question that that's is? That's tough, yeah. Because I, I have
1: to break it down by city. That's exactly... <laughs> well, I'm
0: going to break it down by, like, what am I doing? Okay, okay, perfect. So my very favorite, like, go-to restaurant that's a little bit nicer is Rumi's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I yes. love Rumi's. Very good. Um, I'm enjoying Del Bar, too, mm-hmm. but Remy still has my heart. I love it. A great sea bass. I don't know how they do their sea bass. It's unreal. <laughs> is it's amazing, okay? Um, then... My, oh my gosh, is so super special, you've really saved up because it is (laughs) very expensive, Mm -hmm. is Atlas. I love it. Atlas, the atmosphere, the level of service, Mm -hmm. the inventiveness of the food is unreal. Love it. But if you say, Kelly, what's your favorite thing to eat? And I will go to any Mexican place, anywhere, okay?
1: Okay, and is that more about the chips and the dip, or is it the margaritas, or both? Oh, I mean, I will
0: bathe in cheese dip, okay? I got so excited when I found out Pure will do a cheese dip fountain. I'm still trying to find the occasion that I can have a cheese dip fountain. Um, And unfortunately, i probably have, like, my head stuck under it or something along those lines. But no, and I do love a really good margarita, too, but I... Just something about it. They're always mm. so good, so laid back. So I could eat Mexican probably every single day. Oh. And I'm willing to try. So anybody can recommend a good one. I'm willing to go anywhere and try. And it's perfectly fine if it's in a gas station it. too. Well, we'll
1: <laughs> have a, a fountain at the first board meeting. Then there you January. go. Thank it's you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: awesome. What's an item that you collect?
0: Um, okay. So that has changed. Okay. And I'm going to get my family is everything to me. Okay. Okay. Um, to, I had a weird obsession, I, I love antique juice glasses. Okay. Okay. I have a huge collection of antique, cool, funky, different juice glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, juice glasses are little glasses. They're just perfect for a little every day. You yeah. need to take a sip of something. Collected those for years. Um, in 2021, I unexpectedly lost my dad. Uh, rot my world. Um, and I knew at that moment, everything was fine. I knew where he was, but I love signs. Okay, And so I kept praying in the back of my mind, just going, you know, please let me know he's there safely, all that. So the next morning he passed that night. The next morning I was kept going and walking up and downstairs. stairs. Everything was packed and ready to go. People came over and were all ready for me, you know, helping yeah. me. Yeah. All I had to do was get up and
2: leave.
0: Mm. In, in grief, you just don't even know how to do right. that, okay? Yeah. So um, I walk upstairs, and no purse, no anything comes upstairs, Okay. Sitting on my rug that I had walked over four times at that appointment was the brightest, shiniest heads-up penny mm. that said "In God We Trust." Mm. So I said, "Oh, okay, I see, you, I hear you." Yeah. And so I have now started collecting heads-up pennies. Okay. And I have—they now appear in my life all the time. Interesting. Many people know this about me, and so at work or different times, people just walk up and hand me pennies. Mm. And they say, you know what, I saw this and thought of you. Huh. And um, a dear friend, um, Donna Murphy, gave me a really cute little bottle. And on it, it engraves, it says, um, pennies from heaven, love, Dad.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: sweet. So that's what Very I collect sweet. now Very is good. heads up pennies.
1: Very, <laughs> cool. I love it. I love it. Well, if you could have a dream dinner with any four people, <laughs> It, it could be past, yeah, present, maybe even in the future if you I mean, thought that far ahead. I hadn't
0: thought that far ahead. I was struggling with the four. Um, and not struggling because I had two immediately, and sure. it goes back to my family, um, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I'd really want her to cook,
2: okay. which
0: I don't think you're supposed to ask your dinner <laughs> guest to cook. Because um, when you said where, and I'm like, I want it at her kitchen table, um, and I perfect. want her to cook. That's perfect. Um, I want my dad there because mm-hmm. there's nothing more. Those two I would... There's nothing more than I would give to be able to talk to them one sure. more time.
2: Sure.
0: But my other two are kind of different. The first one is Condoleezza Rice. Okay. you go. Oh, good. my gosh. I think she is an absolutely amazing woman. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. Yeah. She has so many varied interests. Mm-hmm. I think she would just be fascinating to talk to. She is so brilliant, but she was also so brilliant to get out of politics. (laughs) (laughs)
2: True.
0: I mean, you know, and she loves sports, which I love sports. Mm -hmm. I just think it's fascinating what all she's done. And here's my weird one. (laughs) Um, I think it would be just amazing to have Ryan Reynolds Mm. at dinner. Okay. Okay. He is, from what I understand, never met him, but, you know, reading or hearing about one of the nicest guys, Mm -hmm. serves others, does so much for others but has the most wickedly sharp (laughs) sense of humor. He would keep you going, Mm -hmm. and he's an incredible businessman, Mm. okay? Now, I think every movie he's ever done is awesome. No, did anybody see the Green Lantern? (laughs) Worst maybe ever. Um, But, you know, I think Deadpool is pretty spot on, personally. So he
1: would be like the entertainment. He would be the entertainment. (laughs) But he'd be so
0: much fun to talk to. I think he could add something. Absolutely. Um, So I was just trying to think of rounding out the guests in a way that they could all...
1: Yeah, well, it's tough too, right? Because with people from the past, from your past, yeah. bringing them up to speed, like it's a five-hour, ten-hour dinner. That is, it's not I a mean, one or two-hour oh, yeah. sit-down. No, down. it is
2: not. <laughs> and then
1: every person that you add, you add more time because you that do. adds new yep. dynamics. So I love it. Um, well, so kind of wrapping up here. Yeah. Two two questions. The first is, um, what do you do to balance the work life of real estate? Because we all know that. Uh, boundaries are our responsibility, and trying to set the boundaries, especially if you have a family. If it's just you, the single person, go out there and hustle and yep. do it all right, um, and and have your own, you know, work-life balance. But especially for those of us with families, with kids, um, even maybe with some aging parents, mm-hmm. um, how do you balance real estate, the association, um, your your family life, mm-hmm. all of it together?
0: Well, I'm going to say something that might be a little controversial. Um, I think the actual saying, there's actually balance, is a myth. Mm. I really don't believe you can balance. You have to make conscious choices of what's important to you at that moment and be okay with that. Okay? Sure. You have to be okay that sometimes, you know what, your family's going to need you and that's okay. Yep. Yep. Family comes before everything. Yep. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, family comes before everything. Mm -hmm. If you don't Spend time with your family, however it is. If it's, you know, for myself as my mom, aging mom, out of state, we talk multiple times a day, every morning, every night, just to check in. She needs me. I'm there.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, I can hand off. Um, you just have to categorize and prioritize and be okay that it's not going to be the same all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this past year, ARA was very important to me. And I lost a little sight on my own personal business now I'm a little scrambling not mm-hmm. gonna lie yeah, okay uh-huh. but you also have to plan for that so you build up a nest egg that you can take away to give to things because Airy is service mm-hmm. so you have a nest egg so you can spend your time on service i made a conscious decision to focus on that but then the family is always there when they need me and for me, I also have family, which are friends that are family, okay? <laughs> I love it. Um, that means so much to me, and they're a part of that. So I do intentionally make sure I always have time with them, meaning um, I have dinners once a month with each one of my group, friend groups. Some of them I have every week we get together, you know, typically actually for Mexicans, strangely <laughs> enough. Um, just a touch base, sometimes just for lunch or dinner, You need to have that support Mm -hmm. around you because you're not going to be able to perform at your top level without love and support around you. So I say give yourself permission to prioritize different things at different times and just kind of flow through it.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's kind of how life is, right? There's different seasons. You have kids, they're young, oh, they're required, they're yeah. sick, they're this, they're that. And then they move into middle school and high school and they don't need you quite as much anymore. And So I, I love that. And I think you're right. And I think one of my favorite authors has said, um, if you built a great business, but you lost your family, you didn't build a great business, right? It's um, truly.
0: So don't get so caught up on being the best you can be at business. Be the best person you can be. Yeah that's the important thing
1: I love it I love it the last question if um, if you had to give our current members Mm -hmm. or even future members that are gonna listen to this yes you know five years from now ten years from now any advice as far as real estate or and or the association goes um, because like I said earlier a lot of people ask questions about well how do I get involved and how do I do this and how do I do Mm -hmm. that and uh, I would love to be president someday like what does that kind of look like but also where's the best place for them to start and then in the real estate business itself just any general advice you'd, you'd give
0: yeah. them? Um, kind of some of the things I've already been saying. First thing is, walk in our building. Mm. Walk in our association building. Yep. You can't get involved until you walk in the doors. <laughs> it helps
1: to come. Yeah, it does sure. help to come. I mean, I
0: have people, I so want to do, but you have to walk in the door. I always say, if you're not ready to jump on a committee yet, come to an event. Yep. Come to an education.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Start small, however it looks for you. What interests you? Does a chili cook-off interest you? Because that's probably the best time we have all year long. <laughs>
1: that is a good time.
0: <laughs> I mean, it really is. Um, so walk in the doors, okay? That's your first step. First step to anything. You're not going to go anywhere. The association is not going to serve you, and you're not going to serve the association if you don't step in the doors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? So that's my first thing. Got it. Okay? That's how you get involved in the association. Step in the doors. Attend something. Yep. Now, when I say that, the next step you have to take while you're attending – talk to people. <laughs> don't just stand in a corner by yourself. I mean, yes, we're a great group and we probably will come talk to you, but approach people, sure. talk to people. Um, general, in real estate, know your business, take time to educate yourself, but going to say, you know what, find your tribe, find your people. They don't have to be within your company. Yes, we all love to achieve. Yes, we are all most of us are Taipei personalities in this industry. <laughs> yep. But we're not competitors. <clears throat> we are there is enough out there, there is. for everyone. There sure is. So find the people that challenge you. I love it. Okay? Too. Iron sharpens iron.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Find the people who challenge you and surround yourself with them and grow together. Yep that's it.
1: how what I say. Well, Madam President, thank you so much for taking the time today to sit thank down you with very us much. on the podcast. And thank you all oh, for yes. joining us as well uh, on YouTube, <laughs> uh, on the podcast, <laughs> wherever you're watching or listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're just really excited about this next year, the, the content, the guests that we've got coming. You know, we, we try to have folks here that are local to the association and are part of the organization, but we also try to get outside of our own association. Mm-hmm. And like Kelly said earlier, I love the fact that we're really on the leading edge, we're at the tip of the spear when it comes to bringing you guys some great content, but also people that have built amazing businesses and built amazing uh, reputations in the business and years and years and years <laughs> of servitude to their organizations at the local, state and national mm-hmm. level. So if you have not yet subscribed make sure that you do that right now we'd love to have you rate the podcast as well that obviously helps us get in front of a ton of new people and a new audience in general Um, but we'd also love to hear your comments if you have any feedback at all if there's a particular guest in atlanta real estate that you'd love to have on the podcast that we should be sitting across from and talking to as well please uh, send their name along as well and uh, all of our information is always on the uh, website atlantarealtors.com if you search podcast you'll find the podcast itself there's a little player there, but we also have uh, a little form where you can fill out a topic or a guest or Mm -hmm. uh, another host even is coming. So um, anyway, we really appreciate your time today and thank you so much.
0: Thank you you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe and
2: for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.